Matchalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matchalava, and it is Tuesday. And it has been a very interesting start to the week, nonetheless, especially me just personally. Um, just, just weird. So I went sourcing last night and uh, didn't end up finding anything. I went to Marshalls, I went to Ross, I went to Target, couldn't find a thing. And I kind of really hate when that happens. I think a lot of us do when you go looking for stuff and you just don't find anything. And I'm seeing people all over Instagram picking up the Nike basketball jerseys I told you about yesterday. They're doing really well. And those are selling for really good money. They're going to sell for really good money in December. So I would definitely try and find those. But it's a little bit frustrated. And one of the best things I like to do whenever I'm frustrated or just a little bit like after the end of the day is work out or go on a run. So I got home. I went on a run and my foot slipped off the curb and I twisted my ankle and now I can't walk. So, um, it is, that's just something that's going on. Kind of sucks. I'm going to have to see what I got to do about it because I talked to my cousin who's a doctor and he said, make sure this part of your foot doesn't hurt right now and then you should be good. And that part of my foot did start hurting today. So we'll have to see what happens with that. Hopefully there's nothing actually wrong with it, but um, I'm going to give it a couple days and then we'll go from there. But uh, it's just been an interesting start to the week because of that, because of sourcing. I'm thinking a lot about just sourcing in general, what's going to happen this Q4 and I think there's a lot more resellers than there's been in a very long time, maybe than there's ever been. And so I'm wondering how the competition's going to play out. I've heard a lot of people talk about this. I've heard Pure Also Podcast talk about this a good bit, and they're kind of the, the I guess, one of the top resellers in kind of what we do, where they really have a good pulse of what's going on with stuff like this, and especially uh, the one guy on their podcast, Rolando, he does all, he's full-time, so he does a lot of FBA and stuff, and even he's having issues trying to find some inventory for FBA. So when you have that kind of a thing going on, um, it, it does lend itself to make you wonder, are you going to actually be able to source like you normally do this year? And so last night was a bit depressing, and that's just kind of the luck of the draw. I think that, one, I didn't really want to be out that long. I was kind of I just really wasn't having it. I don't know. I Sometimes I go to the store, and if I'm not finding a bunch of good items, I just kind of get out of the sourcing uh, mode, I guess. I just I don't feel like doing it, and it's really not the best way to be, but it's just discouraging sometimes when you're not finding anything. And so I went to three stores, which really isn't that many, and there aren't a ton of stores that are really close together for me, which kind of which makes it tough a little bit sometimes. But uh, just for somebody, some of the people I was talking to on Instagram, I kind of have it lucky, I guess, because some of these people who source out in like Montana and stuff, they don't have stores for miles and miles and miles. I mean, the one, there was somebody who commented on one of my posts from last night that I made a post about how Ross gets trucks in uh, almost daily. And I, they, they commented back and they were like, hey, I don't even have a Ross within like two hours of me. And I was like, well, what do you have? And they're like, nothing. We have two small thrift stores, then we have nothing. And so, um, you know, you got to gotta work with what you are given. And for people like that, I would definitely say online sourcing would be the way to go. And for me, that's kind of trending to what it's going to be like for a while. I think that there's a lot of money to be made online, especially with things like uh, cashback points and things like Rakuten and stuff where you can really rack up cashback because they're doing things like 
uh, that 10% off on Adidas I got the one day when I got all those dames and stuff. And so me trying to learn stuff like that, especially like stuff like shoes or things like that that go on sale that you know you'll be able to flip and make good profit on after you take off the sale price because a lot of these stores will end up doing things like 25% off sales and then you get uh, Rakuten sometimes runs a 10% off so you can stack those and then whatever cash back you get on your card, sometimes you can get other things too. Um, it really just depends. You could end up getting a major discount on some of these pairs of shoes. And then with that, you can end up flipping those pairs of shoes and it may just take a little bit of time waiting or you may just have to, um, you know, have the capital to be able to do that. And so that's just something I've been looking at a little bit. There's a few people that I follow on Instagram that do that kind of a model and it works really well for them. I'm not sure if that's something I really want to do full time or if that's just something I would like to make a small part of my business because there are so many other things that you can source. But that I think coupled with being able to buy uh, a lot of these hyped up items and learning when they're coming out, learning what to look for with them, I think that's a, a very good um, strategy to at least kind of level up a little bit because right now I'm mainly doing Nike release flips and then just a lot of like quick things that pop up in the store that I see are doing really well but it's slowed down a lot and that's partly because there's not as many things that are hot due to COVID um, not being what it was at the beginning of the year where people really were kind of trapped in their houses and stuff and I know some people still are but most of the countries open back up and uh, you know so people aren't really needing to do a whole lot of puzzles or they really aren't going to play as much video games and stuff because they're back at work they're not at home um, and so it has changed the landscape a little bit because people can go back out to stores and stuff. But, uh, you know, I think that things will kind of stay on that track a little bit. I think that online will stay a lot bigger than what it once was, which is good uh, for us at least because we will be able to capitalize on that and make some money. And so what I'm going to be doing is hopefully learning a lot more sourcing online uh, tonight and hopefully the rest of the week I'm going to be doing some listing and then I'm going to be doing some research. I really need to research because right now things are a little bit slow for me. And for me, I'm kind of the person that whenever I see things are slow, I want to have a solution for it and work on it. And I think that that's good. But I also think that having a good mix of research in there as well when things are slow is being able to take advantage of a time where you're not busy. And there's so many times where I am busy where I want to go and look up something or I want to go and learn more about this subject. And I just don't have the time to. And so... Right now when things aren't nearly as bad as I had thought they were going to be uh, time-wise where I thought that I'd have no time and right now I seem like I have a lot more time than I thought I did, um, I'm going to be doing a little bit of research and trying to learn some stuff because, I mean, even today there are a couple of pairs of Yeezys that restocked on a couple of sites and I, again, like I'm not going to make a bad purchase if I literally don't know the market at all for a shoe and just trying to go on intuition sometimes works but I try not to do that because I've, I've been burnt by my own intuition more times than I can count. And so just trying to quickly look up a, a price on a shoe is so difficult because you have so many people that are either botting sites or just so quick manual and they have all this stuff kind of locked down. But yeah, I could have probably made a couple hundred bucks today if I would have just known the, the market for those shoes. But that's, that's kind of an aside. The real thing I really want to do is learn how to open up to other sorts of sourcing. I was talking to one of my friends on Instagram who has a pretty, started doing Amazon this year and he's uh, taken taken a pretty big step with it. I mean, he went full time this year just because he wanted to give it a try, and he's been doing some Amazon. Something that I've always been afraid to do, just because I I really don't know what it is, and that's really not the right way to be. But that's just how I am sometimes. I don't I don't really know what's involved with it. I I know 
the ins and outs of it really, really well from a like put it on paper standpoint. But I don't know what to do if a customer says this issue comes up or I don't know what I'm going to do if I get 10 returns on a bunch of items that I didn't have a huge profit margin on and I have to take a huge loss on it. I just that kind of stuff to me has always been a kind of a stay away from Amazon type of thing for me. But I'm at the point right now where I, I know that I can manage that kind of stuff. It's just kind of getting over the fear of that, I guess. And so that's something I'm going to be looking at as well, just because I know that during the holiday season, especially Q4, a lot of items pop up that do really well on Amazon. You have a lot of people that just default to buying on Amazon. And I don't think there are a lot of people that, or I, I think there's a lot of people that buy on eBay I just don't think that there's as many young people that are buying on eBay as they are buying on Amazon. I mean, I don't buy on eBay as much as I buy on Amazon. It's just, it's the way it is. I, if I need something quickly, I'm going to order it on Amazon. That's, that's how things go. Now, when the pandemic was going on and, and, and I mean, it still is, but like when it was back in uh, March, April and Amazon, like literally had no idea what they were doing and they were getting prime orders out in like two weeks. Then I was ordering on eBay because I knew that those sellers had things at their house. I'd look for a top-rated seller. I knew that they were going to get the item sent out to me pretty quickly, and I'd probably get it a lot faster than Amazon. So that's, But you see that happening, right? You see people transition to where they can get things the fastest, and I know that Amazon's going to continue to grow for that reason. There's no other company that's as well put together as them right now. Walmart's trying the Walmart Plus thing. It's not going to work to the degree that Amazon is. I mean, they would need a huge huge overhaul and Amazon's built for this where Walmart isn't and and Amazon has Bezos and Walmart doesn't so I mean that's really the biggest thing there I mean if, if someone like Elon Musk wanted to buy Walmart and then go after it then maybe they have a chance but like this is Bezos we're talking about it's not going to be like you're not going to have any of these platforms take over take over Amazon and take over that online market it's it's Amazon's right now and until somebody else comes along that has a better idea they're going to dominate that and they're going to continue to grow in it and so that's something that you want to be a part of and I've heard people talk about this before but it really is you want to get your you want to get your hand in all of these different cookie jars I guess if if you want to put it like that where Amazon's going to be somewhere you want to have a stake in you don't want to be just completely dead in the water whenever everything goes to Amazon which I don't think that'll ever happen but as more people skew towards Amazon there's going to be more money to be made on Amazon and the hard thing is that they are doing some things like limiting the types of items you can sell on there and limiting the prices you can put and limiting all these different things that's kind of the way it goes though right i mean we see platforms change fees we see mercari change a fee at the beginning of october and anybody that's ever resold on mercari seems like they are about to crack in half because they can't handle the fee change and i'm like that's life like things go on you're gonna make three less percent on whatever you sold that's that's it like amazon just completely dumps people and suspends their account and keeps their inventory and their money until they feel like giving it back. So I think the alternative is is pretty good to just raise your fee by 3%. I think that's I think that's very reasonable compared to the uh, to to what I just said about Amazon doing. And so you have to kind of play to their rules. You have to play in their sandbox and it's something that I've never really wanted to do before. I like eBay because it's super customizable from a standpoint that I can choose what I want to sell. I don't have to be gated. I don't have to worry about getting a weird feedback i don't have to worry about getting suspended unless i like do something heinous on ebay then i would get suspended but like amazon it's a lot more difficult and i'm not trying to scare anybody off amazon there's probably people that listen to this that do a lot of amazon i'm just saying 
I haven't done it before uh, to the degree that I would like to, and it may be coming down to something where wholesale looks more promising or private label looks more promising. But I think in order to get started on one of those, I would need to know the platform a lot more. And really, it starts off with either books or retail arbitrage, whichever one you're more comfortable with. Now, I think books are a little bit more difficult right now, especially now that we're not even in book season. It's You're going to be sitting on books for a little bit. But if you can do textbooks and you can make more for you, I would go full ahead on that because you can make a lot of money with them and the buy cost is super low. If not, then retail arbitrage is definitely a good move. You just have to make sure you have receipts and stuff like that and be smart about it because you don't want to be sourcing things that get you in trouble. You don't want to be sourcing things that you're a little bit sketchy on because if you're a new seller, they're not going to really take any crap. As soon as they see something, uh, you could be you could be in a lot of trouble where somebody like Reezy who's made millions of dollars on Amazon um, or sold at least millions of dollars on Amazon, I guess, uh, he has a lot more leeway because they realize he's a lot more valuable than me who has sold maybe a thousand dollars on Amazon, like nothing too crazy. So, um, you know, just pay attention to that kind of stuff. But that's something that I really want to work on because I think that it just makes sense, right? You want to grow in these platforms. You want to be a part of a bigger company or you want to have the ability to make money with a bigger company, I guess is the way to put it. It's like the stock market, right? And you, I mean, Amazon, again, dominating the stock market, but you want to invest in stocks that are going to go up over time. And if you treat your reselling business like an investment to yourself, you want to, you want to be in companies that are going to grow. You don't want to be in, I don't know, Craigslist. <laughs> Craigslist continues to lose people to Facebook Marketplace and continues. And, and Craigslist is free, but like you get the point. It, you don't want to be in one of the platforms that ends up going out and now you don't know what to do because you've never sold on any of these other platforms. You want to be able to be in the ones that are going to grow. That way you can make more money and that way you can branch out to other sorts of categories and other niches and stuff and make more money that way. So that's what I'm going to be focusing on. It's a lot, but that's kind of reselling. And I think that you have points where you make a lot of money and you have points where you don't make very much money. And just in talking to some people that are either full-time or just people that have been doing this for a while, that's kind of the consensus. And it's scary at times because if you're, that's your full-time salary and you're not making that much money in a, in a period of time, you don't know what you're going to do. But I think the people that know how to hustle really make it work for them. There's people that go out and do things like Instacart and go out and I mean, that's what Reezy did. He went and did Instacart and made 300, 400 bucks a day, which is a pretty nice salary for Instacart back when things were going on with the pandemic and nobody's leaving their houses. So, you know, there are other ways, there's other avenues to make things work for you when things aren't going well. And I think that's kind of the mark of somebody who's really going to make it work for them. So that's what I'm going to look at. I'm really going to look at some Amazon stuff and then hopefully branch out into a little bit more sneaker stuff trying to stay on top of the pulse of what's going to come out this week and just getting a rhythm of that because I think that's really going to help me out and help me make more money as this thing goes on. So, uh, you know, that's that's what my focus is. Nothing too crazy tonight. Uh, <laughs> nothing too crazy for a little bit if I can't really walk that well, but we'll see what happens with that and, and uh, I'll get back with you with uh, some more information tomorrow as soon as I can uh, come up with some more stuff to talk about. So, that being said, I'm going to go. If you get any value from this podcast whatsoever and you just want to go to to iTunes and leave me a five-star review, I'd really appreciate that. Um, that's the only way that people really find the podcast and that's how it grows and I can help reach more people with it. So that would be something I'd appreciate. And if you could do that, that would mean the world to me. But with that being said, I'm going to go. So you have a good one and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.